Now for today's quick shot of Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Hey, and welcome to this quick shot episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. I'm your host, Made Man Bob, and joining me for this episode is Made Man Brent. Oh, pleasure to be here. And Made Man Maury. Good morning, Bob. I'm thrilled to be here in the basement this morning. And good old boy, Justin. Good morning, Bob. So glad to be here. And today we're going to be discussing two recent releases from Beam Suntory. We have the Baker's Single Barrel Kentucky Straight Bourbon 7-Year and the Baker's Single Barrel Kentucky Straight Bourbon 13-Year. And this episode of Sip, Suds, and Smokes is sponsored in part by the Fort Lauderdale Whiskey Society. To find out more about the Society and all their events, you can visit them at ftlws.com. So we're going to have Maury tell us a little bit about Baker's Bourbon. Thank you, Bob. My pleasure. Um, Good morning, everybody. Baker's Bourbon is named after Baker Beam. Being a fifth-generation Beam family member, Bourbon ran deep in his blood. Baker grew up in the big white house on the hill above the distillery before he began working his first job at the distillery as the night watchman. He worked his way up the company ladder at both the Claremont and Boston distilleries until he and his brother David became the distillers at Claremont following in the footsteps of their father, Carl Shucks Beam, and grandfather, Parker Beam, who were both distillers before them. The brothers split the duties between them, with Baker running the day shift and David the night shift. Their cousin, Booker No, was a distiller at Jim Beam's Boston, Kentucky distillery. In 1992, Booker No created Baker's Bourbon in honor of his cousin, and it became the third expression of the Jim Beam small batch collection. Baker retired shortly thereafter in 1993. In 2007, Baker Beam was inducted into the Kentucky Bourbon Hall of Fame and became the sixth member of the Beam family out of a total of 12 to be inducted. In the late 2019, Jim Beam decided to transition Baker's brand from a small batch product to a single barrel product. The new bottle design will feature details about the individual barrel, including the age, the warehouse in which it was aged, and the date it was barreled. It's a beautiful bottle. It's really very classy packaging. They did a really nice job. Yeah, they've done a nice job of upgrading the barrel from a wine-style bottle to a really beautiful uh, and unique uh, bottle design. Yeah. So the first expression will be the Baker Single Barrel Kentucky Straight Bourbon 7-Year, 107 proof or 53.5% ABV. It is non-chill filtered. The mash bill is 75% corn, 13% rye, and 12% malted barley. The whiskey is stunning. It's got a beautiful mahogany color. It just uh, it just speaks to you right in the gla- right out of the glass. Just the beautiful, beautiful color. On the nose, classic bourbon, classic Kentucky. You've got creme brulee. You've got toffee. You've definitely got some baking spice. It's really got uh, quite a lovely nose. On the palate, it's viscous. It's mouth coating. It's got all the classic flavors you've got brown sugar and creme brulee and vanilla and oak it's just really a a very special whiskey Ah, and the finish is uh medium to long uh i remember when uh when bakers first came out i've always been a fan of the baker seven again it maintains 107 proof Again, it was one of the first small batches really to be uh, really created the cat helped create the category. And now they've just upped the game by improving the packaging and by uh, bringing it out as a single barrel expression, which just adds a little bit of uh, subtle nuance and improvement. Again, I think exceptionally well made and uh, really very impressed. Justin, what'd you think? 
So can't help but compare this to the original Baker's release. And that one is a lot spicier than this one. And this one has like a lot more bold oak flavor to it and a longer finish. Um, I got vanilla, toffee, brown sugar on the nose. After air hit it, it was like 20 minutes in the glass, I started to detect rye on the palate. I got vanilla, oak, butterscotch, and aftertime rye. And I got a medium finish on the end. It's a really well-balanced spirit. I wouldn't mix it with anything. Maybe a drop of water to bring out some of the notes that are buried. But uh, very, very good. What did you think, Brett? Yeah, I enjoy this. I've got, I've actually got batch one of uh, of Bakers at the house, and I've got you know some of the other re- recent re- release of it. So it'll be. It'll be interesting to actually take from batch one to, you know, to last year's to this one and see the differences and how it's progressed over the years. Uh, um, but Does yeah, this one have a batch statement on it? This one? It's a yeah. single barrel. It's a single barrel. So yeah. no batch at all. No, but you're referring to batch one of the... Of the Baker's. Single barrel? That's or no, the, no, the old ones of the, the original, original Baker's, Baker's from, 1980, from okay, 1982. Sorry. I've got the first batch that they made. I've got the bottle from the very first batch. It's the so, only bottle that's ever survived intact in his house more than 48 hours. I know. It's a wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Miracles do happen. Yep. You know? but well, there, He has one in that safe that he has in the house that he forgot the combination to. But mm. other than that, although that one's empty now because I heard he picked the safe up and shook it till he heard broken glass and just strained it out. So. Drank it out of the corner. Yeah, I always keep the safe numbers at zero zero zero. So I don't know why I don't know why that wasn't working. Right, let me write that down. <laughs> you know, but yeah, this is great. It's got the you know you, you got the pepper, the clove, the vanilla, the, the tobacco. It's a it's great mouthfeel. Nice finish. This is exactly what you expect in a you know in a Jim Beam you know single barrel bourbon. It's uh, it doesn't have that punch that uh, that the Knob Creek has. Um, it's a little bit more refined than that, but it's a, it's a beautiful bourbon. Well, it's no George T. Stagg. I mean, it's definitely not a kick in the teeth, but it's it's elegant. Right, right. I'm just glad to see this one getting the love because, you know, they've they've sort of either rebranded or re-promoted each one of the ones in that small batch collection. And, I mean, when we all stop and think about it, you know, 25 years ago plus when bourbon was not hot, you know, really, what did you have out there as premium whiskeys? Well, you know, that was one of the first ones a lot of people saw was that small batch collection and, and, and Blanton's. You know, these are the ones that people saw. So this is sort of the last one to get a makeover. And uh, I think they've done an amazing job. I think going single barrel was the way to go. Um, I always enjoyed the regular bakers, but this one is 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 a huge step up. The the nose has just got brown sugar and oak, and it's just—it's so much more bold than the than the previous uh, when it was the small batch, and it's yeah. just toffee and caramel and, and a little bit of maple syrup. Mm. Yeah, it's absolutely delicious. I mean, this is this is a huge step up, and it's it, again, it's good to see that uh, they're going back to the guys that you know they're going back to the brands that help them you know step up into the new you know bourbon is hot kind of market now and uh giving some love back to the old brand so you know that's that's awesome and i think going single barrel was a was a huge huge step i think that that's going to work out really well for them 
I mean, let's face it, it's a pain in the rear end to do single barrel products when you have to do one at a time. It takes a lot of time and a lot of effort, but uh, I think it's going to work out well. I think they're going to find out that it's really worth it. I think they made a, a very good play here. So, um, yeah, I, nothing wrong with this one, that's for sure. So what are we going to rate this one? Well, we're going to rate the uh, new Baker's seven-year-old single barrel, four sips. That's classified. All right, so moving on to the next one. Brent, tell us about that one. Okay, this is a Baker's single barrel Kentucky straight bourbon. This is a 13-year expression. The other one was a seven-year. This one's a 13-year. Still at 107 proof, 53.5% ABV, non-chill filtered. Uh, the mash bill is the same, 75% corn, 13% rye, 12% malted barley. Uh, sa same dark color. I mean, the, the color isn't changed very much in between the two of them they're very very close very very similar um with a nice nice uh, dark dark deep copper color um and the nose uh, the best way to describe this is that take your take the one we just had and just like just give it a kick just amp it up you know you got those you still got the vanilla the pep the pepper the a little bit of uh the, the creme brulee that's on the nose and then and then on the palate you just get pepper tobacco leather oak it's uh it's just a beautiful beautiful blend that you're uh that it's just amps it up you know that it's a it's nice enjoy it beautiful finish justin one thing i would want our fans to know and listeners is that these are single barrel products so we may not know which barrel you're drinking that's true we'll be back hey and we're back and we're talking about the uh, baker's single barrel seven year and 13 year old so uh what were you just saying justin about so that as I was saying before the break, um, every barrel of the seven-year and the 13-year product that you're going to get can be slightly or even dramatically different than the ones we're yeah, getting. Yeah, that's true. That's absolutely true. Right. Well, I mean, when you're making a small batch, it's kind of hard. You know, when you're trying to recreate it every single year, you know, from 1992 to 2018, and I think the goal is to try to make it the same every single year. You sure. find them from different things. You know, so now you've kind of taken that away from the, the distiller and you're just making a single barrel um, where, where everyone yeah. can be different. So you're, you're going to get that variation. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. It's, I like to think that the folks at Beam Suntory really think a lot of us and they sent us the best barrel they have. That's what I like to think. We, so, we hope they cherry pick the barrel. Yeah, right. That's, that's, that's what I'm hoping. Right. I'm hoping they're going, man, those guys are awesome. Let's send them the best. What's the best one we pulled this month? I'll send them that one. <laughs> And if could, could be the exact opposite. I sent them the worst right. one we got. If they send us the, if they send us the <laughs> worst one, the worst one, I'm really excited. If they, right, if they send us the worst one, I am like super excited. Oh yeah, like, I'm oh, running to the store like, right now. So. Like, may have had a meeting in the back. Oh, those guys don't have any pallets. We'll yeah. just send them the dregs. We don't know. It'll be interesting to see the the number distribution of how many of these you know are out there you know and stuff uh, compared to what there was because bakers you could always find on the shelf. It didn't matter what time of year anything there was no seasonal it was you go there to the liquor store and it was on the shelf not one of these ones that people were like clam now 
now I can see with the single barrels and the 13-year, I think we're going to have a different situation. I think people are going to be clamoring to get these. Well, the 13's just sort of a limited one. They're not going to be doing that on a regular basis. So we're. Yeah, we're I don't know how many more you're going to see of those. Yeah, we're long. looking. We're you know, but but hopefully, like you said, hopefully since you know the last one, the the previous incarnation small batch was was fairly easy to find. Hopefully, you'll be able to pick up the single barrel bakers. I, I'm. I'm I, I, would, I would. You would think so because it's the same amount yeah. that they have that they use with the small batch. So you you have the same well, amount of bourbon. Yeah, because remember, not every barrel is going to make it to a single barrel. They're going to pick out the barrels that they think are worthy, and those that are not worthy to stand on their own are going to get blended in with other expressions. Mm. Yeah, when you're going single barrel, you are losing some volume. That's for sure. So, well, what did you think about it, Justin? Well, I mean, I think the art of being a master distiller is taking all these disparate barrels and trying to create that same flavor every time. But we don't have that here. This 13-year expression that we're drinking now, it was slightly darker than the seven-year, but as Brent said, it wasn't a dramatic difference. Um, I got malt on the nose, followed by vanilla and caramel. On the palate, I got vanilla, and, and this expression, unlike the other one, I had spice on both sides of my tongue before it finished. And this fin, a big difference between the seven-year expression we just talked about and this 13-year single barrel is the finish is longer. Oh, I thought the difference was six. Well, you know, <laughs> math's really your thing. Yeah, yeah. Real estate, it's very important. Criminal law, I just Not I always so bunk yeah. for lower yeah, number. Seven years, 10 years, what's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> so the big difference is the finish, and it had a really nice oak finish. I hope they'll decide to release more of these 13-year single barrels, but um, if they do, I'm going to snap them up. What do you think, Bob? I think I'd like to see if they would have any of these 13-year barrels left over and they'd be willing to sell as a private barrel pick, but that's just me. That's uh, a beautiful idea. Yeah, that would be nice. Sip, suds, hint, and hint, barrel hint, pick. Hint, uh, In case anybody is listening back in Claremont. Oh, it's just got it's just got such a great nose on it. It's sort of got that it's got that older beam funk that you get with a more advanced age beam product. It's just oh, just cinnamon and uh, caramel. Oh, and that lovely wood. It's on on the palate. It's all. Hmm. I get rye spice on the front and in the back of the throat, and I I got a raisiny character to it um, caramel and old leather and uh, a decent little bit of barrel char on it it's just it's everything that you want in a good solid you know 10 plus year old Kentucky whiskey that you know that is still you know chugging along in its prime it's you know a lot of times once they hit 10 they start nose diving this one is still going up so um, nothing wrong with this one other than we only have one sample bottle if we had two, then it'd be much better. Um, <laughs> yeah. If we had 12, it'd be awesome. Or uh, one larger bottle. Yeah. Much larger. Yeah, like a five-gallon bucket you know, would be really great. But, uh, yeah, overall. A barrel with a spigot would be even nicer. Yeah, and a funnel. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of long straws. Monogram yeah. copper Wonderful. Thieves. Absolutely wonderful. What do you think, Maury? 
I agree. I echo everything you said. Uh, I think it's a step up. I think it's beautiful. Uh, I'd be interested to know what the price difference is between the 7 and the 13. I suspect the 13 is going to be a, a hefty premium oh, yeah. and hard I'm to sure. find. Uh, is it twice as good? No. But uh, it, although it is almost twice as old, it's a delicious whiskey. I mean, it's really wonderful. There's not a lot you're going to find in this age or price category that's going to top it. Uh, I just think it's got everything going on that you want in a Kentucky bourbon. And uh, I'm thrilled that they've come out with some expansion of the uh, Baker's line. I agree with Bob. It was the stepchild that really wasn't getting any love for a long time. All the others have really exploded. Knob Creek's got so many expressions now. You've got uh, plenty of expressions of the um, Basil Hayden line. And so uh, it was only uh, natural that they'd expand uh, the Baker's. So I love it. Yeah, I don't think anybody has to feel like, oh, I, I didn't get the 13. I'm really, truly missing out because the, they're so similar and close to each other. It's amped up, but it's like, how much more amped up is it? Is it worth double the price? I don't know what the, and I don't know what the price point is, but it was worth double the price. I'm not, I'm going to say no. You know, if I was at the base, if I had a bet, I bet it's three times the price or more. Yeah, because remember, you got a higher angel share, you've got a much more scarce supply. Right. How much of it's going to live to be thirteen? But yeah, it's but it's but it's lovely. Hmm. Well, looking really briefly on the interwebs here, it seems to be in the sixty dollar range for the regular. Um, Finding the thirteen is pretty hard, and people are going to jack it up. I've seen some prices of. You know, three hundred. I've seen some of four hundred. Um, What's what, the MSRP? That I don't know. That'd be interesting. But to my know. guess is, is it's probably less than both of those. Um, you know how it is when a limited product comes out and a store gets it. Some you know sometimes they tend to jack it up. You know, two or three times what it should be. Um, but still, um, you know, if you can find one on the shelf and you can find it for a reasonable price, I, would I grab a thirteen? Oh, I'd grab it and run like heck. Yeah. But if I couldn't find it, would I be happy with the seven? Yeah, I'd, I'd be plenty happy with the seven. I'll tell you, they, yeah. they, they've really shown this this line some love, and I think they've really done a great job with it. Yeah, because our rating for this, our rating for the thirteen is what um, a real high four. Yeah, <laughs> and and the, that's just it is that we gave the other one a four yeah. rating, yeah. and it's it's you know they're they're different. But they're both very good. So yeah. it's not like you're missing out on a lot by, you know, from one to the other. And so I I can see a lot of people clamoring just for the single barrel. When you're only doing and, one to five, you got to do some rounding sometimes. And right. sometimes, yeah. things, sometimes things end up further apart than they should. And sometimes they end up closer than they should. But right, uh, right. You know, not taking away from either one of them, but uh, both of them really excellent products. Absolutely right. They're, excellent well, they're both products. of four. There's different levels of four, you know, well, they're, you know, in that same, in that same category. So this also is true. Well, that's all the time we have for today. This has been a quick shot episode discussing these products from Beam Suntory. Hope you enjoyed this episode and you can catch all of them where you can find this one as well as on terrestrial and satellite radio. And online at Apple Podcasts, Apple Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean, and anywhere you can listen to a podcast. For Sip, Suds, and Smokes, this is Made Man Bob, and we thank you for joining us. Remember, life is too short to drink bad whiskey. This has been a one tan hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. 
from the dude in the basement studios your hosts the good old boys we'll see you all next time (laughs) 